What is up, y'all? Kevin Kuhn here from Athlete Factors. This is the Athlete Factors podcast. My guest today, Derek Stanley. What's up? What's up, man? From Derek Stanley Fitness. Yes. Look at that. My old logo. Got it updated? Yeah. It's way prettier now. Cool. Way cleaner. Doesn't have the barbell in it. No barbell? No barbell. Wow. Clean. What's fitness without a barbell? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) So, how are we doing today? Good, man. What's new? Not much at all. Uh, we're building a house. Nice. That's new. That's, uh, cool. I think I was telling you about that the other day, but that's a little bit stressful right yeah. now. Everything is a lot more expensive, but first world problems. So yeah, that's exciting stuff. Keeping me busy. Uh, business is going well. Nice. November, December, always kind of a slow time of the year with personal training and nutrition coaching. Yeah. But uh, January should make up for it. So That's right. Yeah. It's like the calm before the storm. Absolutely, man. And it's been like that every <laughs> every single year since I've been a personal trainer. It's been the same way. November, December, I'm like, man, am I in the right profession? Am I going to be able to make this work? And sure enough, yeah. I always keep the ship afloat. So That's good. Yeah. Man, crazy thing happened to me last year. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, my first December yeah. here at, at this location. Yeah, with your own Yeah, place. my own spot. I was so worried because, yeah. you know holidays, vacation. There was a time where I'd really only work two weeks out of the month. Yeah. Um, And so I was like, oh man, paying January rent could be really tough. Right. And then had my best month ever. In January? In December. Oh Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I I can do this. That's awesome. Yeah. It's kind of nice. That didn't make you feel good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's like, I guess people just decide to take November, December off and start back in January. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. One of the one of the ways I was able to kind of address that is um, I just, I charge a monthly fee. Yeah. And sometimes, like if I've got a client twice a week, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes they get uh, 10 sessions in the month. Right. Sometimes they get eight sessions or seven sessions in the month, depending on, you know, but it's like, hey, it's a flat flat fee you're still getting an awesome deal whether you get seven sessions or could they they come like 12 times or is it capped at like well it's it's how many times you want to come a week okay gotcha and then you know like during uh so for this month like some of my clients uh that i have wednesday friday Mm -hmm. we're switching to monday friday Uh, the last two weeks of the month because of you know christmas and new year so um so yeah, like I'm, I'm pretty flexible, but that that kind of just resolved everything for me. Cause yeah. then I'm like, hey, you want to go on vacation? Right. Cool. I'm gonna write you some workouts. Yeah. You're paying. You're paying for the and, month. And, and that's the thing too, man. Like when people get crazy, like busy or crazy stressed, or they got things going on, or they're traveling, they think that like they don't need coaching during that time, so they can save some money. And in my opinion, like that's whenever people need coaching the most. You know, like for navigating. Sure. Navigating, navigating. <laughs> I haven't even had a drink yet. <laughs> navigating uh, those types of things, you know. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like when the coaching starts, and like not really when you should do away with it. So I agree. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about coaching, especially during the holidays, because yeah. this is a time when people tend to, like you said, kick the coaching to the curb. Yeah. And man, I was just reading a blog uh, or a post. Sorry that. Uh, uh, Alan Aragorn put up about how the majority of weight gain mm-hmm. takes place November, December. Yeah. Like 
that accounts for almost all of the weight gain over the course of, of somebody's life. Did you did you happen to see how much it was though? Like, because 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 I would have always guessed that people like on average gain like five to like eight or maybe like ten pounds every holiday season. Yeah, but it wasn't as much one as to two kilograms. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I, I thought it was one to two pounds. But mm -hmm. I mean, even if it's one to two kilograms, like that's not crazy. But I think the thing is, is that whenever people do that, but then they don't have a strategy to like lose that in the new year. And then it just kind of stacks on top of that. And like, if you gain three or four pounds every single holiday season for the next five years, next thing you know, you're up 20 pounds, you know, yep. 30 pounds. So, yep. um, and that, in fact, like that's something that I was telling a client the other day, um, she's in a maintenance phase, but like, why not just like, like I, I, I tell people to relax a little bit throughout the holiday season. And like, if you gain one to two pounds, like that's not a big deal at all. Like. You yep. can start, you can diet in January and lose one or two pounds in like a week or two, yep. you know? Um, but I think the thing is, is like, you got to have a good mindset with it. And so many people will just say, screw it. And that, you know, instead of gaining one or two pounds, they gain like five to 10 pounds. And then, yeah. then yeah, you're looking at like, okay, well now you got to diet for like maybe six to eight weeks to lose that before you can even make further progress if that's still your goal. So yeah. that's, that's one of the things I, I try to tell my clients is like, Hey, anything that you put on yeah. in a week. Yeah. We can take off absolutely week. quickly, yeah. But that's within you know a certain window. If you if you pack on five pounds yeah. in a week, it's like well, let's not and lose that all in a week. And, and that's the thing too is like that's why you got to be careful telling people like hey, it's okay to gain a couple of pounds because you can diet that back off. Because then I feel like people have a little bit of a, of a worse mindset and they they get in that mindset that oh it's okay if I gain weight and then they do take it a little bit too far and, and gain a little <laughs> bit too much. Um, I've been there, <laughs> but uh, but I would rather like rather than stressing like about the scale and like stressing about like maintaining weight or especially even losing weight throughout the holidays, I would much rather relax a little bit and put on a couple pounds and have those like holiday cookies and, and just maybe tighten things back up in, in January, you know? Yeah. So, but, but that's another thing too, is I think it all depends on like the strategy that you take depends on what phase you're in. Like, are you actively trying to lose weight or is your goal like maintenance or are you trying to gain? So mm. maybe we should break it down by, by that, like say, I think that's strategies good. for someone who's trying to lose weight. Mm -hmm. What would you say is is what's your philosophy there with weight loss during the holiday season? <sighs> well, like so, that's one of the things. The majority of people that I'm working with are athletes, mm -hmm. and as true, we, our, our clientele is a little bit different. It, yeah. it really is, and uh, for the most part. Uh, in a in a regular year, yeah. Right now is typically when people are are finishing up the Ironman season. Yeah, let's you. say. Okay. Um. And so most of them, like I'm, I'm trying not to have them worry at all yeah. about weight loss. Right. Like I'm trying to keep them fueled as fueled yeah. as possible. And that's much easier for them too because they're athletes and so they have like performance goals to aim for too. You know. Yes. Whereas people who are just in it for like body composition to see weight loss it's a lot harder so yeah yeah it can be it can be really tough trying to coach an athlete to lose weight yeah. as well as fuel appropriately at the same time so hard. hard to balance that it's so tough man and trying to convince some athletes why why those two goals weight yeah. loss or fat loss and uh maximal performance mm -hmm. like those are 
those are button so heads. Defeating goals, yeah. 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 And so as much as possible, I try to like steer my clients away from from weight loss or fat loss during the competitive season. Yeah. Like that's an off-season goal. Mm -hmm. um, let's change body comp then. Yeah. And then just focus on fueling during. And you said uh, Ironman? Yeah, so marathon okay. Ironman. That's not, I mean, that's not like uh, a weight class sport either, so. Yeah, not not really okay. not for the most yeah. part. So there are some weight categories, yeah, yeah. but like it's kind of gotcha. So it's not like powerlifting where somebody needs to stay in like their weight class to be competitive or anything like right. that. So yeah, yeah, man. Uh, my philosophy was that like I would, if 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 I could do it my way, I would tell all, every single one of my clients like get a calendar for like November and December, like mark off like think ahead of time, mark off each day that you have either a holiday party or uh, you know Friendsgiving mm -hmm. or Thanksgiving dinner with your family or whatnot go ahead and mark those off ahead of time and like what they see is like oh that's only four or five days out of the next 60 days so like if I'm on track for the you know 54 55 out of the next 60 days and I'm at, at least like 9 out of 10 or 8 out of 10 adherence yeah those four or five days like it's not even gonna matter like, okay. whatsoever yeah so it's, it's truly like what you do consistently over time, you know, not any single day in isolation, but mm -hmm. for those four or five days, I want people to enjoy. And I think it's important too, like once you have those four or five days to then choose the ones that are the absolute most important to you. So like for me, my family Thanksgiving, where like my mom is there, uh, all my closest family members, that's the one that I want to really, really enjoy. And like, I'm not gonna worry about macros. I'm not gonna worry about calories. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna eat the freaking pecan pie or whatever. Mm -hmm. But if you got like a work, potluck or something like that maybe it's not quite as important and for those types of things maybe we need to stay a little bit more on track like you can still relax a little bit but uh but not not going for the fourth serving of cup and pie you yeah. know so i think it's important to kind of pick and choose like which ones are the most important to fully enjoy and which ones you know important to have a little bit of a better strategy going into to manage calories so yeah it's kind of it's so with with athletes most of them have like a like an A race yeah. that they're like, hey, this is the race that I'm I'm training for. Mm -hmm. But then kind of along the way, there's, you know, like a B race where it's like, maybe this is kind of like, if the A race doesn't go well, mm -hmm. then we've got these other races that we can, um, you know, they're kind of in the bank just in case we need to, you know, if we don't hit the qualifying mark for nationals, right? So, and then you've got maybe C races, which are okay. like, you know, it's like you're gonna train hard that week, yeah. Even though you're racing the weekend, okay. so it's it's kind of the same yeah. thing. Yeah, like yeah. you're not uh, like we want to be really prepared for these A races, but mm -hmm. like obviously you still gonna train for the B races and the C races, but got to prioritize. Prioritize. Yeah. Like, there's a hierarchy of things Absolutely. that you're like focused on. So um, I think I think that's pretty awesome. So yeah. uh, so let's say you've got somebody you've got a client and they're like uh they want to be able to enjoy the meal mm -hmm. it's not like uh maybe it's like a potluck for yeah. work so how would you how would you break down what they should prioritize like are, are you having them focus not so much on calories but focus on yeah. protein or is it just kind of like hey just uh, when you get to a certain level of satiation stop yeah. or like, so what are the, what are some strategies there? So for that specific day where they have that like holiday meal, mm -hmm. man. So I've actually, I've actually changed my mind on this over the last like couple of years due to my own personal experience and working with clients. 
I used to would have told people or recommended, and still, you know, if this works for them, that's cool and I'll still recommend it. But to have, you know, let's say if they haven't, if they're, if it's going to be a dinner, so it's later in the day, I would have recommended to eat a really light uh, breakfast, a mm -hmm. really light lunch, focus like, may, or maybe even skip breakfast, mm -hmm. eat a really light lunch that's focused mostly on protein, mm -hmm. and then just go enjoy, like, without tracking anything or, like, you know, in, in a reasonable type way. Yeah. But, now I think it's a little bit better to go ahead and eat like a normal breakfast, whatever you normally have, maybe a little bit lighter. So if you normally have seven or 800 calories for breakfast, maybe you could eat a five or 600 calories uh, for breakfast, uh -huh. uh, eat a somewhat normal lunch, and then just treat that dinner as like just your normal third or fourth meal of the day. And I think going into it like that, one, you're less hungry. So you're mm -hmm. much more, much less likely to, uh, to binge and just, consume. yeah, and to, to mm -hmm. have a, a better, mindset with it mm -hmm. um so yeah that's kind of like the, that's kind of what i would i would say do now it's like eat your normal lunch eat your normal dinner go into it uh get some put some turkey on your place so you got some protein yeah if, if you eat meat um and uh and just be reasonable yeah and listen, and listen to your body like you know whenever you're feeling full we all do and we've all eaten way past like being stuffed and feeling miserable it's like trying to avoid that you know yeah. like it's cool to eat to fullness uh, cool to have the dessert, but just don't stuff yourself and like make yourself absolutely miserable. So, mm -hmm. which is sometimes easier said than done. <laughs> and, it, and it's much harder, I found, like I said, if you skip breakfast and lunch and then just go into that meal like ravenous, you know, mm -hmm. eat all the good stuff. But yeah, that's typically how I approach it. Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, one strategy that I've used with some of my clients, whether it's like holiday eating or not, yeah. is. Um, especially if they struggle with hitting their protein goal, mm -hmm. which for artists, it's, it's really difficult. Yeah. Even athletes like, yeah. uh, who know like, mm -hmm. Hey, I've got to get this protein goal. Like I've coached them to eat the protein on their plate first before they eat anything like else. So do you think that's a good strategy? Have you used that before? Or is it kind of just like, Hey, set up your plate the way you're going to eat it and then just i i love that like yeah. definitely prioritize the protein i mean that's what i always do like when i make my thanksgiving day play that's the main thing is i've got lots of protein like i've probably got eight to ten ounces of protein which is 50 years uh i'm sorry did i say pro of protein i probably got like eight to ten ounces of turkey mm -hmm. which is like 50 to 60 grams of protein and then yeah i just kind of build around that you know and yeah and, and that's smart like if you eat that first you're going to fill up and yep. not even be able to eat as much of the other stuff, even if you want to. <laughs> um, but another, another thing with that too, is you could, uh, like, you know, the whole, uh, buffet effect that shows that like the more different types of foods that you eat, obviously the, the way more calories you're going to consume. So if you, mm. if you want, if you put like, you see some people at Thanksgiving, uh, my uncle, man, he loves his plate. Like, I mean, it's like falling off the ever. sides and stuff, but like, <laughs> but, but like, tries every single different kind of uh food yeah. you're gonna eat way more calories so like, mm -hmm. what i would recommend to do is to choose like the two or three foods that you absolutely love and mm -hmm. like that you look forward to on thanksgiving day so for yeah. me it's like this sweet potato casserole stuff mm -hmm. that my wife makes mm -hmm. always look forward to that yeah so i'm going to prioritize those things i'm going to put the protein on my plate i'm going to give me some of that uh sweet potato stuff and then uh my aunt makes this uh it's called mississippi mud pie Okay. And I save room for that. So that might be like the only three things that I eat, but, and, and even if I eat a lot of those things, I'm probably going to consume a lot less calories than if I've got the mindset that I need to try like absolutely everything. Yeah. So, so yeah, I like to choose 
you know, two or three different foods that you love to, to yeah. eat and stick to those only. So be picky yes. with the stuff that and, you like. And even eat as much of those as you want mm -hmm. within reason. <laughs> um, and you're probably going to consume fewer calories. So. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Protein strategy. Uh, this is, I, I just did a podcast episode the other day yeah. and uh, the the topic of, of like the science behind calorie tracking. Yeah. Don't, um, don't, don't bring science into this. No? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Calorie. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it, it's so funny because uh, like. Lane Norton has been posting a ton of, about this lately. Yeah. Alan Airborne a ton lately. It's yep. it just it blows my mind that here we are at the end of 2020. Yeah. And people are still saying that uh, energy balance isn't a thing because yeah. calories are like different. Right. Or or they they're because protein has a higher thermic effect or, or is higher yeah. quality and yeah. et cetera. Yeah. Or people uh Calories aren't equal between people. Right. Oh my god. And and all the studies that have been done, that like the Twinkie diet and all those types of things, and like the challenge that Jordan Side did. I don't know if you follow him, but mm -hmm. he did the uh, yeah. He likes all your posts. No, it's McDonald. I get really jealous. Oh, Jordan. Yeah, I saw him. Jordan, like my your boy. Posts, man. Yeah. And so he Lee too. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get all the cool people liking your posts, man. I don't know, man. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're good peeps. Um. Where are we going with that? What did you say before that? You were talking about... Uh, oh, you were talking science. about how, how it's 2020 and people are still saying calories don't matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. It's, it's absolutely crazy. And then there's all, st all those studies disproving that. Metabolic ward studies yeah. where everything's controlled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Calories don't... They're and not and that's the thing is like sometimes I'm like, I want to post something about that. And then I'm like... And I talk myself out of it. I'm like, no, that's stupid. You've already made like... 47 posts over that the last couple of years. <laughs> and like, everybody knows this. Yeah. But then you... People like comment or like slide into your DMs and they mention how calories don't matter and then you're just like, okay, maybe I should post this again. But yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, and yeah. That's know. like saying dollars are different between people. Yeah. Like one dollar yeah. is well, I guess it's worth is way more than different countries and stuff. But yeah, but like yeah, yeah, I got you. Right, like somebody gives me a dollar and somebody yeah. gives you a dollar. Right, like oh, those your dollars because he's smarter with his money or something. Like I, I that's don't know. stupid. Yeah, my dollar is actually a dollar twenty. Your dollar is yeah. actually eighty. Yeah, cents. it doesn't make doesn't like, make any sense. No, like it's a dollar. Calories matter. Calories matter. Calories are not everything, but calories matter. Yeah. Most important thing. Energy balance. Yeah. So like at the top or actually at the bottom. Yeah. The pyramid. The most important thing. The foundation. Yeah. That's your. Uh, your book is don't you have that at the become okay i feel I, so bad i haven't read it priority yet. number one i've got it and I t i've got your book it looks awesome <laughs> I've, I've flipped through it it looks great um <laughs> but i have not i mean i've got a stack in my office literally of like no exaggeration like a hundred books that i'm trying to get through and, and right now man. i'm reading like three books at a time and, but anyways we're getting off topic i'll, I'll, read, you, I'll read your i'll read your book i promise <laughs> It, it's it's in the stack. It's in the stack. I'll get to it. That's okay. um, That's all good. Yeah. It's all good. I know that most people yeah. that either buy the book or I give the book to right. use it as a paperweight. Oh. That's all good. Yeah, it's free publicity. Like somebody walks in like, oh that's a cool paperweight and then they pick it up and oh it's a book. They're like, Who's Kevin? So some guy. Then they follow you on Instagram and next thing you know you're famous. That's right. Yeah. 
That's uh, that's the plan. Yes. All right, back, back on track here, my dad. So it just it it cracks me up how we can just people are willing to throw out the laws of like thermodynamics yeah. and and things like that. So, um, would you like to give me a layman's yeah. defense, if you will, of energy balance, calories in versus calories out, uh, sort of. No, I'm, I'm good. I don't, I don't want to. No, I'm just kidding. We'll, <laughs> no, no, no. we'll skip that then. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> layman's man. Let yeah. me see if. So, so I'm, I'm a potential yeah, yeah. new client, and, and I'm you like, want to know why calorie balance is so important. Yeah. Like, why, why should I choose you as a coach? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hashtag science. Hashtag science. <laughs> no, no, I mean, uh, so there's, you know, with nutrition principles, there's the hierarchy of, of, of uh, importance. So mm -hmm. calorie balance being the most important and irrefutable. I mean, it's been every study that's ever been done, especially every metabolic word study shows that uh, if you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight. If you're in a calorie surplus, you're going to gain weight. So if your goal is weight loss. But I tried being in a calorie deficit once and I didn't lose weight. You weren't, Kevin. You were not in a calorie deficit. But my fitness pal told me I was. <laughs> you were not. Yeah, sorry. I wish I could just be that straight up with people. <laughs> no, but, uh, but no, but no, that's a, that's a legit thing. Is like so many people do think that they're actually eating like 12 or 1300 calories per day and not losing weight, but they're most likely a few different scenarios. They could be eating 1200 calories Monday through Friday and and or maybe even Monday through Saturday, but then they have that one day where they eat 4,000 calories and they completely cancel out the calorie deficit for the week, Yeah, which can be really frustrating because you're like, man, I am sticking to this like six out of seven days. Like I'm eating 1200 calories and I can't lose weight, mm. but they're not like, if, like in that instance, they would probably be better off eating 14 or 1500 calories every single day and trying to do that on that seventh day too. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be able to sustain the, the deficit and, and lose weight which also gets confusing because then people think like, oh, well, I was eating 1,200 calories per day and I wasn't losing weight. Now my coach has me on 1,500 calories per day and I am losing weight. Yeah. And it's like, well, no. <laughs> now you're just actually eating 1,500 calories every day um, instead of eating 1,200 calories six out of seven days and then your average for the week being 1,900 calories. So um, I guess I answered your question somewhere in there, but yeah, uh, yeah calories are important. Yeah. So, so how important is it uh, to hit like uh, a weekly calorie goal? Dude, I, I love that. Like I've actually got three or four clients that are doing that right now and it works well for some, but I don't think it'd work well for everyone. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a way for me to bridge the gap with certain people between like kind of intuitively eating, not, not even intuitively eating because mm -hmm. that's not what it is. Um, but I guess kind of that and listening to their hunger and satiety signals and eating to fulfill those each day um, while still addressing the number one principle of calorie balance. So like what I mean, for example, is like if they have 900 calories one day because maybe they're really sedentary and they, you know, they don't work out, mm -hmm. but they listen to their, their hunger and satiety signals, they eat 900 calories that day. Next day, maybe they're really hungry. They go for a long run or they do a workout and they have 1600 calories. But as long as like, let's say that weekly, let me do the quick math here. Let's say like their weekly calorie uh, goal 
I'll set that. So like 7,500 calories is your goal for this week. Mm -hmm. They can break that up on the day, however they please. So gotcha. yeah, so I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that. Like mm -hmm. I think that can work really well. And it's a lot more flexibility than just having like a specific target every single day. So yeah, I'm a fan of that. Yeah, weekly weekly calorie goals. Yeah, for my for my endurance athletes, yeah, like because they're training every day, because you know sometimes they're going to have multiple sessions within a day where they've got to swim and run that yeah. day or swim and bike. Like I'm a little more strict with uh, with their daily calorie goal. Mm -hmm. That makes but, sense. Yeah, but for my non athletes, for uh, my clients who are just focused on changing body comp yeah like the weekly goal like yeah. as long as you're you know relatively close to that yep. then i think we're going to make some progress so um yeah i love that and i see i can see how it would make much more sense for athletes like no like you can't eat 800 calories in this day even if you're not hungry because you have these training sessions so you yeah. need your 2000 calories or whatnot so yeah you're it makes a lot of sense your session tomorrow is going to be yeah. garbage yeah absolutely so even if you feel good today yeah what happens 24 hours from now is going to be impacted greatly. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and on that kind of uh, same topic, I think another thing that works really well for people that, because uh, I'm a huge fan of, uh, like, there's some, there's, there's people who will be like, you have to hit your macros plus or minus five grams every single day. If you're not, you suck and you're not going to make progress or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm a huge fan of allowing people to be as flexible as they can while making the results that they want to make or making the progress that they want to make. Mm -hmm. uh, so another thing that I like to do is have people just track calories and protein. So you've got an 1800 calorie goal and you need to hit a minimum of 130 grams of protein. Don't stress about where the carbs and fat, like if one day you have 200 grams of carbs and 40 grams of fat, another day you have 100 grams of carbs and 70 grams of fat, so be it. Like mm -hmm. the calories are where they need to be and you're prioritizing protein, so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've, I've kind of used that quite a bit just because I feel like uh, as long as you're not in a, a strict calorie deficit, mm -hmm. your minimum amount of fat is probably not going to be that much of an issue. Right. Right? So... Um, so as long as you're not in a deficit? Yeah. Like, like okay, gotcha. Like your minimum for health or whatnot? Exactly. Yeah, gotcha. yeah like, you know, point, 0.25, point two, point two five, somewhere yeah. around there. Um, but yeah, like for my clients who are at maintenance, like doesn't matter. It really yeah. doesn't. You're, you're pretty easily going to like most people like without trying are pretty easily going to get enough fat unless mm -hmm. you're intentionally like doing low fat, you know? Yeah. So do you, do you have, I think we may have talked about this last time, but do you kind of have a, uh, kind of a, a narrow window of, um, macros that you like to set up for for your clients i think it depends on the goal um i mean i would love if everybody could hit their macros within like plus or minus eight grams every day but i just don't think it's like super realistic for most people mm -hmm. so if someone's like never tracked before and they're just kind of starting with me i may say like hey let's let's just aim to hit these within you know 10 to 15 grams every single day for now mm -hmm. but if of course if it's somebody that's like 11% body fat and they're trying to be 9% body fat, I think they need to be a lot more rigid and a lot more strict with it and like maybe aim for plus or minus five grams or so, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, that's another thing I do is just give people different ranges depending on where they're at and how their lifestyle is set up and what their current habits are and everything along those lines. So yeah, I have different targets for, like right now, my goals are literally within like 
plus or plus or minus like 75 grams each day. So like if I'm wow. somewhere between 300 and 400 grams of carbs mm -hmm. and somewhere between 60 and 80 grams of fat and like maybe around 200 grams of protein, mm -hmm. like I'm good. But I don't have like an overly specific body comp, like weight loss, muscle gain goal or anything like that right now. I'm just yeah. trying to like live and maintain. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a super uh, reasonable way to do it that still holds you very accountable and uh, allows you to do it like in a controlled manner so you don't gain too much weight. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think yeah. being able to shift in and out of being really yeah. like more strict versus a little more relaxed, mm -hmm. your, your relaxed phases aren't like throw the rules out the window. It's just, just what most people, like 90% of people do. It's all yeah, or nothing. Exactly. Yeah. You're just, expanding the range that's you know appropriate yeah. for you and I agree. it's like a dimmer switch it's like mm -hmm. oh i've got a fat loss goal for these next 10 weeks i need to turn that dimmer up a little bit and be a little bit tighter and be yep. a little bit more consistent and maybe hit my macros plus or minus 10 grams mm -hmm. but then whenever you finish that diet it's not like oh the, the diet's over i can do whatever i want now yeah now it's like, oh let's turn the dial back down a little bit and maybe we just start you know aiming for plus or minus 15 to 20 grams each day or uh, maybe instead of putting all of our food on a food scale, we continue to eat the same foods, but now we're just guesstimating our portion sizes in, in, our, in our My Fitness Pal. But there's so many different ways, like there's so many things in between being rigid and tracking macros every single day and not tracking anything and like not caring. There's like so much, it's a huge spectrum. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, most people look at it as one end or the other, you know, they're either tracking and like I'm on my game or they're way off their game. Yeah, you know, they don't care. So, I yeah. think most people think it's just so psychologically like demanding. Like mm -hmm. you've got to be on one hundred percent, or yeah, you're not doing anything. Instead of like grades of of intention mm -hmm. and uh, you know of what's appropriate at that time. So, yeah, um, that's I would say that's one of the biggest messages that I try to convey to all of my clients is. Uh, we gotta like, cause, cause I, that's what I see that most people struggle with is the on, on off, uh, black, white mentality, good food, there's bad food. There's mm -hmm. I'm on my diet. I'm off my diet. Mm -hmm. So we gotta meet in the middle somewhere, you know, find out what you can sustain and, and do. So, yeah. Yeah. Figuring out, not using a cookie cutter approach, but figuring out what's going to be appropriate for each client. Like yeah. that's, that's more work for you, yeah. but and, and everybody's so different, man. It's like, like, I don't know. It's, it's, I feel like it's fairly easy for me. Like I do have, you know, stressors and things like that, but you know, I work from home. My wife works from home. We don't have, I guess most people do now, mm -hmm. but like, we don't have like a long commute. We've got one kid, um, but there's so many people who, you know, maybe they have like an hour commute to work. like one way so they're drop they're in their car for two hours every single day yeah they've got to pick up the kids from school they got to drop off the kids from school mm -hmm. uh their husband has coronavirus and is quarantined and yeah you know so like yeah everybody's on different different levels so you got to figure out what works best for each person instead of having some kind of just strict like oh you have to do this here's there's the one, meal plan yeah here's, there's, mm. yeah there's there's one company that and it's absolutely not the company that i used to work for which is if i don't say that and people would probably think I'm talking shit and mm -hmm. I'm not at all but there's a company that I know of who was like that like every single client no matter what your lifestyle is no matter what your ha current habits are hit your macros plus or minus five grams like just rigid as crap yeah and yeah that's just not gonna work for most people <laughs> yeah 
life is not a that's not conducive yeah, for life. Like, not at all. There's like things come up, and yeah, if you can't bend and flex yep. to to still, you know, at least somewhat hit a goal, right? Then, and find what works for you. Yeah, not your friend, not Barbara in accounting. Yeah, or but Barbara's or doing Brad. keto. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. People like they want to do what their friend does. They see that their friend made great progress, so they want to try it too. Yeah, like, what worked for your friend probably isn't best for you. So, yeah. <laughs> How long do you spend educating your clients on why they shouldn't do a certain diet? Honestly, I don't like if if they're dead set on trying something. I'll guide them through it to like the best of my ability, you know. Like, yeah. like I'm not gonna like if they say I want to do keto, I'm not gonna say, well, keto's stupid. Like you shouldn't <laughs> do keto. Uh, but I may explain why I think it's either good or I'm gonna say ideal or or best for them or not good for them. And then if they still want to do it based on what I think, then in my head I'm like, well. That freaking sucks, but uh, but, but I still <laughs> but I still got them through, you know. I still help yeah. them. So I mean, I had two clients last year who did keto for like six months, you mm -hmm. know, and like made good progress. And then I worked yeah. with them on whenever they were like, "Screw this, I don't want to do this anymore." I work with them on transitioning out of that and getting their carbs back up. So, yeah. Um, did I answer your question? For sure. Okay. For sure. So, um, one of the funny things about let, let's say keto mm -hmm. is that. Um, you you don't have to track calories when you're when you're on keto, right? True, true. So For it, real? Seems, it seems easy to people. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what they say. That's that's what people say, or they, that's what they think is that you don't track calories. But I mean, we all know people who can make like a salad for lunch that's 1600 calories because they put bacon and avocado and yeah. olive oil on it, and yeah, so yeah. So no, no. Um, <laughs> so that I mean, it could be a strategy for some people. Like, and, and here's another thing too is like. You don't have to do keto. You can do high fat, low carb without going full keto. Right. You know. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. So 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 think about it. Like think about that. Like you don't have to do keto. If you do high fat, you can still focus on minimizing carbs. But you also know that if you go out to dinner, you can have a little bit of bread if you really want to. You know, because mm -hmm. you're not trying to be in ketosis or anything like that. And by going lower on one of those macros, either carbs or fat it can be a good way to make some good fat loss progress without having to track your calories, or your macros, if you don't want to, yeah. but you still have to be aware that calories matter and you can't just eat as many, like if you're on high carb, low fat, you can't eat as many carbs as you want, you know, and still make weight loss progress. And same thing if you're on high fat, you can't eat as much fat as you want and still make progress, but you can eat mostly fat and mm -hmm. not. So, yeah. So yeah, the, the, pri the overarching principles don't change. Right. It just makes it easier. Easy. Because you, you may not have to track yeah. as strictly. Absolutely. And, and I, I get why some people don't want to track or they think it's like too, stre too stressful to track or whatnot. You know, like I don't want to track every day forever. Yeah. Like it kind of sucks, but um, so yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, if y'all have any questions, please feel free to post them down below and uh, if we're lucky, maybe Derek will answer some of those. Can I, before we leave, can I show my snowman shoes? I'd be offended if you didn't. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, I've actually, these look really festive. 
but I've actually been wearing these. Wait, are like, those running shoes? They are. Yeah. Yeah, Brooks. Because you've been Do running. You, are you a fan of these? Uh, it's they're so comfortable. <laughs> so no, like uh, six months ago, so like in July, it was summertime, and I was like, I want to get a good pair of running shoes because like you've seen my dad's shoes, they're not the best to run in, like the big bulky thick ones or whatever. Oh yeah. So I was like, I want to get a good pair of running shoes, mm -hmm. um, but I'm really cheap and Brooks are expensive, and I don't want to spend like 150 bucks on a pair of shoes. No. So I found these in July for like 50 or 60 bucks. There you go. And it was a steal. And I've been wearing them since then, like even during the summertime. My <laughs> shoes have snowmen and Christmas trees and everything on them. But uh, you know, it's like five o'clock somewhere. It's snowing absolutely. somewhere. Absolutely, yes. So I think that's fair. Yeah, that's good, man. Thank you for taking the time to do this. Absolutely. I know you're you're a busy man and got your own stuff to do. So um, tell everybody how they can follow you and reach out to you and all that. So uh, in the next couple of weeks, I should have my website going which is uh just derekstanleyfitness.com so nice. then i don't know when you're going to post this that'll be the best way to go on contact me uh see some blog posts client testimonials all those types of things in the meantime uh definitely most active on instagram that's where i post all my fitness stuff so that's just at d stanley fit um and yeah i post sometimes on facebook but not very often so i'd say instagram is the best place to find me so. I think that's the best place to be. Yeah, I agree. Twitter's difficult. Facebook, yeah. it's for the old people now. And politics. Yeah. Or parlor. I don't have time <laughs> for either of that. Let's not talk. Let's just wrap this up. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, y'all, for watching and listening. Be, be sure to go follow Derek and stay tuned for next week's episode. Adios.